0: This is. Marking out. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking out, y'all. Marking out. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking out, y'all. like Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking out, y'all. Marking out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a brand new episode of Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. This is episode 345. I'm one of your hosts, Brandon. You can follow me on Twitter at BTTG161. Also joined here by Dave. You can follow him on Twitter at rave underscore M-O.
1: Dave, how are you doing? I'm all jazzed up on coffee because it's midnight, just a little bit past midnight, actually. But, yes, it's yeah, <laughs> so we we got the Wolfpack players here, um, yeah, ready to rock and roll. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing awesome, as always. I wish I had money like that to throw around where I could rock and roll and... Uh... Be like, here, Gene Simmons, here's $25,000 or $50,000, whatever it is. Come over to my house.
1: And And do what?
0: And give me the the new box set that he's releasing. Which comes in a literal... It's called The Vault, and it comes in an actual vault.
1: Interesting. Gene Simmons, you got to give it to him. The guy... No matter like where he is in his career, the guy's always thinking about how to make money and how to promote and how to uh advance and progress his uh whatever he's putting out there at the time.
0: Yeah, and uh you could I, I know if you I don't know, I think it's like twenty five thousand dollars or something like that, you could pay him that and you could actually become a producer and join him in the studio that's going down, I think actually like Yesterday and today in New York City, yeah. But how many people do that? I don't. I have no idea. It wouldn't be a one-on-one sesh. I, I would just for twenty-five thousand dollars. I don't know who is doing that. Like, I don't know who has money to just be like, "Oh, let me go hang out with Gene Simmons." Here's twenty-five thousand dollars.
1: I don't know where is this money going to.
0: His wallet.
1: <sighs>
0: wow. It's funny, they actually, right. they told, a, Eric Bischoff told a story on, it made the rounds, I guess, on the internet.
1: Uh, the rounds. Uh,
0: that in 1999, December 31st, 1999, they wanted to do a pay-per-view, a, co- a co-jointed pay-per-view between KISS and WCW, where it would lead to, it would be like KISS, KISS would open up the pay-per-view, it would go into a match, KISS Match, kiss, match, kiss, match, etc., and then at eleven fifty nine, just as the clock strikes twelve, that's when the the big main event would have the three count go down, because everything was supposed to in nineteen ninety nine. Every like planes were supposed to drop out of the air, the internet mm-hmm. was gonna break, and everything.
1: And it was just Y two J.
0: Yeah. So, but that came before that. So.
1: That's pretty interesting. That's pretty. That's so, pretty cool. So to, to to, I mean, f- me, to, to feed Bischoff.
0: into that rumor of every like, oh my God, we may never find out the end of this match, because everything's supposed to go down. The three count will happen. One, two, boom! Mm-hmm. Midnight. Yeah. Huh. So.
1: Yeah. Well, Eric also a huge uh, kiss fan, and I mean, I think that's pr- as. Evidenced by, as supported by, like, the Demon and all of the, the KISS involvement with WCW during the late stages, but, yeah, KISS is always a great band, you should definitely see them live if you have the opportunity to, yeah, Um. Yeah. anything special this week? So,
0: my brother ended up actually getting a flight home, as you know already, right?
1: <laughs> yes, I do know that,
0: a flight home, as in a flight to here, home is in Florida now for him, oh, but, oh. Uh, but yeah so uh last minute was able to get a flight and uh it was good we played loaded questions oh so you guys actually got a chance to hang out are you kidding me where else is he going
1: (laughs) he doesn't have a car
0: or anything here although he did go for a bike ride at one point i mean for all i know he could just go into his room no at one point he said to my mom and me i'm here how could you not hang out with me or whatever uh-huh. So if he was going to do anything like that by himself, I was gonna say, "How are you gonna?" I was gonna use the same thing back on him, be like, "Well, what? How are you not gonna hang out with me?" Yeah. So, but it was him, his girlfriend, and and me. We played uh, loaded questions. Ah. Um, I won one game. He won the other game.
1: Very cool. Very cool. Did your mom partake? No, that was it. Was already like after.
0: I think it was already after midnight when we played. Cool,
1: cool. He told me he got to see Grandma and Nana. Yeah. Good deal, good deal. All right, anything else? Uh, Not, I mean, that's about it for as yeah. far as weeks go. Uh, this past week, it was Erica's birthday, so we got to celebrate. We went to uh, Bentley's up here. Bentley's? Which, uh, Bentley's. Like the car? Um, yeah, yeah. Kind of So, every year that same place I went for my birthday, every year that you turn, you get a free wing. And then you also get um, what is it? Buy one, get one free drink. And what
0: do they check? They check your ID to make sure yep. you're
1: like. Yeah, they check your ID and they keep tabs of how many wings they, that they bring out. They bring out 10 at a time if you choose or anything less. You can switch sauces. Uh, so, it was nice. It was us and a bunch of friends that went out. I got her boned
0: uh, wings, I guess.
1: Uh yes, do so they do yep, on bonus the bone. or No. Oh, it's crazy. on the bone. Um and then they do let's well, see. Wait, I, and what I, do you, got... what
0: do you pay for that? Nothing. They just give you 30 yeah, plus free. wings for free.
1: Yep. Damn. That's, that's free. free. Um totally free. Buy one get one drinks, but then everybody else at the table gets some food too.
0: Yeah, but uh, even to give away the wings is like
1: I mean, yeah. Uh for the tab that for the like, we had fourteen people, so it was still over. 200. How do you know yeah. that
0: many people in real life?
1: <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was still over two hundred dollars uh, for the total.
0: Two hundred dollars.
1: Yeah. What? What is yeah, it? Well, we how drink.
0: much is the food there?
1: I like. Not expensive. Same thing as any other weak place. So how much are drinks? Drinks between five to six dollars. Five to seven dollars. Uh, so you typical guys have to have drinking a lot. Drinking a lot i i I don't think so, I mean I did, and I was driving, but it was still a lot of fun then i got a I got her a red velvet uh birthday cake that was really good so no carvel no, no carvel um well, I figured that because we had fourteen people that had to eat, and I didn't think that the ice cream cake was going to be sufficient enough. what are you talking and, about
0: they where where you go to a carvel they have sheep. Yeah,
1: yeah, I didn't want to get a sheet cake. I, I wanted Red Velvet. Red Velvet, it fit the bill. It was perfect. Then after everything, we ended up going to Beer Garden for a little bit. Uh, and that was really it. And I ended at, at, no, then we went to Bootleggers. Um, beer Garden's just your routine beer garden place. And then uh, we played shot darts over there for a bit, played some beer pong. And then I went to Bootleggers. And then that was really it, but it was a great night. It was a lot of fun. Uh, Which I Erica saw, had... by the way. Sorry to interrupt that. Oh yeah, a
0: Legends of the Hidden Temple game came out that features flip cup and beer pong, but they're not—they're not actually flip cup or beer pong. Yeah, because it's made for children.
1: That's weird. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but overall, it was a great night. Um she she enjoyed herself she had a great birthday and yeah everything worked out it was fun so south park didn't watch it yet probably won't till i don't know until this is over (laughs) probably probably i mean i watched the first episode of american horror story just the other day i heard it stopped i heard people were
0: pissed off big time really Yeah, I liked it. I I liked
1: it more than last season.
0: I heard people were super pissed off at it.
1: I don't know why. Oh, probably because of the political aspect of it, but... I don't know. I don't know. The one thing that this show will never become is a political show. That's for sure. Unless it involves pancakes. I have no idea what any of that means. (laughs) I don't know if that's like a gimmick from the show or not. I don't know. Maybe. Who knows? But... Let's get on to some outside the ring news. Vince McMahon and Papa Shango were confirmed as part of the roster on the WWE 2K18 game. Which I don't know why they're like, oh, here's the final roster.
0: By the way, Vince McMahon's coming to SmackDown. It's Defy Superstition Day. Guess who else is in the game? Papa Shango. Uh, they also released news for uh, my career. With free roam capabilities mm-hmm. backstage. That's cool. Uh, it doesn't, I, I'm, I'm assuming it's not going to be as cool as 2K for NBA looks.
1: Mm-hmm. Because
0: that looks kind of cool. You go from like court to court and stuff and roam around the neighborhood getting haircuts and stuff your clothes. No. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it, look, it looks like Grand Theft Auto, but for NBA. That's- Weird. Uh, and the picture in that they showed off in the My Career for Two K Eighteen WWE, they have one of the dudes talking to the seamstress. So I assume you're gonna go there get your attire and stuff made. Um, hmm. So maybe you could do stuff like that, but it's not gonna be interesting really like that. Uh, uh, and then they also just confirmed recently that Albert.
1: <laughs> Is in dragon. the game?
0: Yeah, they're like, oh, ah, by the there's... way, here's Albert. That's like, perfect, because you him? were saying that you wanted him in there. Yeah, and I think they confirmed um, another attire for The Rock for uh 2001 era mm-hmm. of The Rock. So That's cool. Yeah. So it's like you never – I like I'm assuming maybe there's hope for Brian Pillman, Arn Anderson, Blake and Murphy –
1: I mean hopefully they just keep on releasing these names that aren't DLC.
0: I just think it's stupid that they were like, here's the final roster reveal. Oh, by the way, Vince McMahon's in it. Oh, by the way, Sean goes back. By the way, I'm, Albert.
1: I'm totally fine with that. Like I, I, like I surprise, I'm fine. Surprise. I'm
0: fine with that as well. I just think it's really stupid. <laughs> because they're like, this is it. Like we will not have any more roster reveals like this. So But, hey, I'm pumped. Albert made his way back into the game.
1: Yeah, that's really, really awesome. Uh,
0: Something that's not awesome is that Mick Foley had to have knee replacement surgery. Uh, It was, so far, successful, I guess.
1: Yeah, it seems like now... Yeah, it seems like now he's just gonna be recovering. Probably a three day stint in the hospital.
0: He uh, or posted two, two,
1: maybe two day stint.
0: He posted a picture from the hospital. He's home now, but he posted a picture yeah. from the hospital with his the hospital phone number there to his room.
1: That's funny. And somebody he called. Can't. He he wrote he's the story. He,
0: uh, no, and he wrote the story on Facebook and uh, about what happened. Why Foley deleted the deleted the tweet. Mm-hmm. And he goes, "I received a phone call, Mister Foley." Yeah, who's this, or something like that? And he goes, "I, I don't know if you uh, know this, but you posted your phone number on <laughs> on the in the tweet." And he goes, "Oh, thank you." And
1: then he deleted the tweet. That's funny. Yeah, man, it is pretty funny. Um, yeah, but we wish him well, and then we also wish Big Show. Well, after all of this, because he's going to be going for hip surgery, apparently.
0: Yeah, all because of the Braun Strowman cage slam. Hmm. Is what, or, they, is what they say. But
1: in reality... Just leading up to retirement. That, that, I think, that doesn't necessarily mean retirement. It was just... I I think it's leading... I, I, I think that he is leading up to retirement. I think that he's putting a lot more effort right now to put over Braun and I think that he's getting ready to be in the clear.
0: But it's not to, I mean just he's just getting what needs fixed fixed.
1: We'll and, see. And, and
0: speaking of retirement, I forgot to mention it last week when we were talking about JBL. Um you had mentioned about how you don't like how people go into the Hall of Fame right away, like Edge went into the Hall of Fame right away.
1: Oh one hundred percent
0: went into the Hall of Fame JBL percent what about jbl being in the hall of fame next year
1: no thank you too early
0: how is it too early though he's been retired from competition for like what is it 10 years
1: Maybe, maybe
0: a little less than 10 years i don't
1: know i would have to think about it maybe i could be maybe maybe that's okay but i have to think about that and I'm not going to waste the time on the podcast to think about it because that could take a little bit. I, I I I don't know if you know this, but I tend to go back and forth and flip flop on my ideas at times. So probably best not for me to uh, go through all of that routine.
0: Yeah, uh, and I we forgot to say just then with the uh, I guess with the injuries and everything, is that Kofi Kingston might have suffered an
1: injury. Yeah, a house yeah. show in Hawaii. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, he was seen limping off. He had to be helped out of the the ring and everything. Who knows? Maybe just gimmick, but who knows? Hopefully, it's just gimmick.
0: And uh, Samoa Joe is slated to make his return at the end of October.
1: Yeah, so we do have a timeline with that, so he'll miss uh, the upcoming pay-per-views, of course. But October, he'll be back. Um. What else? We got the Undisputed Era. Uh, they do have a t-shirt kind of that confirmed it for everyone. But Adam Cole and Red Dragon, they will be known as Undisputed Era. Which, like, why Why, why not just, like, call them CFO or... Why CFO? Oh, okay. Like, or, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, I got it. Uh, I don't know. I'm not too sure why. But... I Undisputed Era. Yeah. Undi- I, I don't know. I don't, if, I
0: don't understand it. But, like, I guess we'll have to wait and see if there's...
1: Yeah, I don't know if I get it either. But, whatever. I mean, we'll see what happens. I'm not gonna... I'm happy that they are finally in the WWE. And we'll just have to see what happens with them. Yeah. Um... On Sunday, Cassius Ono will be taking on the ICW champion Joe Coffey in Newcastle, England at Insane Championship Wrestling's uh, event taking place. So that's pretty awesome that he's going to be facing uh, Joe Coffey over there.
0: It's interesting that they're doing these,
1: like how Jack Gallagher was going to wrestle Dunn. Yeah. Yeah, it's very. I mean, I, and then AJ Styles appearing at that nwa event this past weekend too yeah but Uh, that's like i mean yeah he didn't wrestle but jerry lawler was saying that it really it depends on the promotion reaching out to wwe coming up with an agreement and a a price tag and then whether or not that wrestler is booked
0: i don't even i would assume there wasn't even a price tag there yeah
1: apparently they do pay for these wrestlers to come in
0: yeah I would doubt that just given the history between wildside and AJ Styles I would doubt I I, I,
1: I don't see why they would pay for that I mean it's still under contract I mean yeah, yeah but he's it's in still... a contractor kind kind of but I don't know I'm it's just, I'm basing that off of what... I don't think it has to, to do with
0: being independent contractors or not. I just think there's history between AJ Styles and the company. That's where AJ Styles... All right, so then what about start. ICW? Are they paying? That's probably something that would pay. Yeah.
1: I, but so, something
0: like Wildside is, like, just for a random pop-up appearance,
1: yeah. like, I,
0: like I, I don't... I would just assume no.
1: Nah, so... Like,
0: did, 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 what was the company that with Balor? Was that Progress? Mm -hmm. Or was
1: that ICW? Uh, ICW, I think. And then Progress, he was over there too. Who knows? uh, uh, Yeah, so popping up all over the place. uh, Talking about independent news. uh, GFW, they plan on uh, apparently bringing back Del Rio after they took away his title. I also
0: don't don't really see them being independent.
1: I do. I don't see that. I I think that they're an indie promotion. Um, but they stripped Del Rio and everything, and now apparently he's going to be returning at Bound for Glory in November. Well, that's what they apparently wanted to do from
0: the start, was, was Del Rio or El Patron
1: versus Jeff Jarrett. And then I read news, well, I also read news that they wanted to do Del Rio versus Rey Mysterio. Right. But then things fell through with Rey Mysterio. Like, I have no clue. I... We'll see what happens to the company. You, We keep on seeing rumors and everything. This is taking place. This isn't taking place. This is for sale. This is not for sale. Who knows what's going on? Uh, Barry Corbin, he ended up getting into it. Like, this popped up last week, but um, uh, backstage, they had Dr. Joseph Maroon come in to speak to them about concussions and CTE and everything like that, and... Maroon is someone who's associated with the NFL and concussions. Baron Corbin is actually uh, in a lawsuit against the NFL in regards to concussions and CTE. Um, And the the WWE was unaware of Corbin's involvement in this. Corbin having an NFL background. And Maroon was apparently downplaying everything. And Corbin spoke up about it. This – Allegedly caused an awkward situation. And then there was rumors that this was – what could have been a reason why that kind of drop in Corbin's uh, stock. But who knows because right now he's on track to a uh, US title. So who knows the truth about that. But still very interesting that this is coming out with the CTE concussions. Uh, but did and,
0: the, apparently Did the guy say something about like the movie that Will Smith did? Like completely overselling concussions.
1: Yeah, either they portrayed concussions inaccurately or portrayed him himself inaccurately. Uh, it's like I don't. So,
0: why, why would they even have this guy come talk to the rock? Like they have, like I
1: guess, just to enlighten like, facts them on are concussions, facts, aren't they? But, like I don't know. Well, I mean, there's still a huge lack of studies out there. Still, a lot of studies and research has to be done, especially but as he,
0: WWE doing well, research and study with. Christopher Nowinski.
1: Well, they're not doing anything with like, but like they're it. not they're just, like supporting uh, the cause. But even still, CTE is tough to examine because the only way that you could examine it is is post-mortem. So it's one of the. That's why so many, you have all these NFL players and wrestlers, whoever donating their uh, brain to science to Chris Nowinski and. Um, what, like the Brain uh, the brain Bank, and donating it to, what is it, Le- uh, Legacy? No. I forgot what they have over in Boston with Triple H and all of them. But they're donating their brains to this research post because that's the only time that you can examine this. So I, I am very interested in staying in t- up to date with this uh, neurological condition and finding out where this is going to take place and. And it's kind of like one of those things, like, I, I don't know. It's, it's just interesting, you know? Um, yeah. So,
0: any other outside of the ring news? No. Moving on to some independent wrestling results taking place on the 8th of September. Create a Pro uh, Feeding Time out in St. James, Long Island, New York. You had KM teaming up with Kyle Reynolds and Fighter Cat to defeat Kai Katana,
1: Grammar Cop, and the ultimate survivor, Cliff Barr. You got Kevin Tibbs picked up the victory over Hornswoggle. Ryan
0: Gallione defeated Delroy Alexander, Bryce Donovan, and Maxwell
1: Jacob Friedman. Chris uh, Statlander picked up the victory over Casey Catal and Izzy McKenna. Sonny was the guest referee. Nikki Adams made her big return over there, taking out Statlander uh, after the match. Yeah. Uh, and then they had a Creative Pro Championship
0: match. With Smart Mark Sterling, the champion, defeated Fala.
1: You had the number one contendership on the line. Johnny Clash picked up the victory over Max Caster. For the Create a Pro Tag Team Championships, the champions
0: Massage Envy successfully retained those titles against the Beaver Boys and the Breakfast
1: Club. Yeah, and then in uh, your main event of the evening, Ryback picked up the victory over Bear Bronson uh, on the ninth WrestlePro Rawway, New Jersey. You had Chris Payne pick up the victory over Delray Joy Keys and Talon. Uh, Fal- Joe Keys and Talon.
0: Falo Ba and Mario Bokura defeated the Heavenly Bodies. I listened to that theme song again, like, on loop this week. Mario's singles Oh yeah.
1: Haven't done that in a while. Long overdue. It's
0: like when you, like, I don't even, I was, I remember I saw a clip, I saw a clip of a foreign singer, and then that triggered me to go, like, oh, I need to go look this up, (laughs) and then listen to it.
1: I wish I could turn back time. Turn back time. Really, I uh, wish go we could, back to those I wish PWS we could, era and redo I, a few things. I
0: wish we could turn back the time and, and not have you sing that on this episode.
1: You know what? Uh,
0: but Tommy too. Dreamer picked up a victory over the bad boy himself, Joey Janella.
1: You also had
0: Swaggle pick up the victory over Sean and Donovan. The WrestlePro Tag Team Championships were on the line. The Apple Corps defeated CPA and Habib from the car wash to become the new champions.
1: Awesome stuff. Uh, You got KM picked up the victory over Johnny Clash.
0: A WrestlePro Championship match. The champion Bobby Wayward defeated Hush and then... Uh, another championship match, uh, Chris Avery Kuehling defeated Bobby Wayward to become the champion.
1: And then you had Colt Cabana pick up the victory over Bobby Lashley. Ryback defeated A.R. Fox. And then you had a steel cage match. And Dan Moff picked up the victory over Pet
0: At CZW, down with the sickness in Voorhees, New Jersey on the 9th of September. OI4K defeated the Ugly Ducklings.
1: You also had Sammy Callahan with JT Davidson up the victory over Jimmy Lloyd. The CZW World Heavyweight Championship was on the line.
0: Champion Shane Strickland successfully retaining that title against Jason Cade.
1: You got Mr. Claxton picked up the victory over Matt Tremont.
0: The Chris Cash Memorial Ladder Tag Team Match took place. Dave McCall and Nate Carter defeated the private party.
1: Yeah, you also had
0: Johnny Silver pick up
1: the uh, the victory over David Starr.
0: The CZW Wired Championship number one contender four-way match. Went down. Masada picked up that victory, defeating Stockade, Tim Donst, and Zachary Wentz.
1: Yeah, yeah. CCW wired title on the line. Maxwell, Jacob, Friedman picked up the victory over Ace Romero. And in a death match, Alex Colon defeated Danny Havoc. Yeah, so awesome stuff taking place at CCW. Also to note, apparently uh, they have a co-owner, I believe, that being... Matt Trumont apparently bought into the company. I'm not too sure if he's full ownership, co-ownership with DJ Hyde. But uh, more information about that, go check out ccwwrestling.com. Upcoming indie events on the twenty second, Ring of Honor, Death Before Dishonor 15 in Las Vegas, New Uh Nevada. New Jersey. Chucky Yeah, New Jersey, Las Vegas, New Jersey. Uh <laughs> it right, is right Nevada, by the Jersey Shore. Yeah. yeah. Uh Chucky T taking on Marty Skrull.
0: In a last man
1: standing match, Jay Lethal will be taking on Silas Young. Is it just me or has Jay Lethal fallen off a little bit? Uh, Just saying, like I mean, I feel like his name—he's been—he was out there for a long time with Ring of Honor. Like when he won the championship and everything had that huge push, but now I feel like he kind of like may have fallen a little bit. No, I mean, it's not. I mean, he's not in a title picture. I guess, I, I guess that's kind of like the unfortunate norm. Like if you're not with WWE and you're not in a, a title scene. You just kind of get dropped aside at times. Um, Las Vegas Street Fight. Jay White taking on Punish, uh, Punisher Martinez. Punishment. Oh, Punishment Martinez. And the winner gets a title no. match later. Wrong. Oh, okay. that's Okay, got it. Uh, yeah, the Kingdom
0: versus Bully Ray and the Briscoes, where the winners get a title
1: match later on in the show. Yeah, uh, Ring of Honor World 6-Man Tag Team Championship on the line. The Young Bucks. Also wrong. says it what it says. The Hung Bucks going to be defending the championships against the Kingdom and or Bully Ray and the Briscoes. Yeah. Uh, The Ring of Honor World Television Championships
0: on the line. Kushida defending that title against Kenny King.
1: Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championship on the line. The Young Bucks taking on the Motor City Machine Gun,
0: and for the Ring of Honor World Championship, Cody defending that title against Suzuki.
1: Did you see the uh, the Ring of Honor?
0: I did see the Ring of Honor. Is that like a gimmick that Cody made himself, or is that?
1: I believe so. Mm-hmm. The coachster made it himself. Uh, evolve ninety two. Taking place on the twenty second. That's crazy. That they're already up to ninety two. Like yeah. the first, I remember the first event or the second event where they had like I think it was Finley versus Sammy Callahan, and we were yeah. like marking out we were like marking out over it being like this this is gonna be something cool. Uh, in Livonia M I Michigan. Missouri? Michigan Michigan. Michigan. Michigan? <laughs> uh, evolve obviously geography. <laughs> You know, gotta work on that. Quick, a bit. point
0: in the direction of Long Island.
1: Who? You, you said, can't see it, but I'm pointing in the right direction. <laughs> That's wrong. Ah! <laughs> Just so you know, we have a video on. So we, we, no, we make- don't
0: have video on, and you said you were pointing in the right direction. You should be pointing in the south direction.
1: Well, what happens if I'm facing east?
0: You're, you should be pointing down. Regardless, which is one for <laughs> slash marking out.
1: Well the evo-
0: Evolved Championship will be on the line. Sabre Jr. defending that title against
1: Davy Richards. Tag Team Championship on the line. James Drake and Anthony Henry defending against Ethan Page and AC.
0: The WWN championship, uh or not championship, just the champion in general, Matt Riddle teaming up with Keith Lee to take on Chris D. Dickinson, and Jaka.
1: Fred Yay yeah, taking on DJ Z.
0: Yeah, and there's going to be so many more people there. Tracy Williams, Darby Allen, Austin Theory, Jason Kincaid, and more. Check it out if you're in Michigan.
1: Yeah, I'm uh, sure uh, Priscilla Kelly's going to be there with Austin Theory. Definitely worth, worth checking out. And then the next day, 90 yeah.
0: On the twenty third in Summit, Illinois, Evolve ninety three taking place. The WWN Championship is on the line in an Anything Goes match. Champion Matt Riddle taking on Tracy Williams.
1: You also have Keith Lee taking on Davy Richards.
0: Is that like you think those are going to be his final indie appearance dates, or
1: um, maybe it's po- It's
0: very possible. Um, um, yeah. So, we'll Maybe. see what happens with that. Sabre
1: Jr. will be taking on Fred Yee. You got Darby Allin taking on DJ Z. It's good to see DJ Z back in action, you know? Yeah. After his uh, injury and everything last year, or earlier this year. Yeah. Uh, James Drake taking on Austin Theory alongside Priscilla Kelly. And Anthony Henry taking on Jason Kincaid. Yeah, you all, you're going to get so much more ECH, Ethan Page, Chris Dickinson, Jocka, and, as I just said, so much more. Yeah, so right now we're going to take a quick little
0: break, and we'll be right back here on Marking Out.
1: Hey, this is WWE's artist-in-residence, Rob Schamberger, and you're listening to Marking Out. Welcome back to Marking Out, pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. This is episode 345 And now it's time to talk about some sports entertainment and some Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Nitro. Which uh, they
0: kicked off with a tribute to the victims and heroes of 9-11.
1: Yeah, um, I thought it was very fitting. And I think WWE always does a very good job with uh, their tributes and what to acknowledge, you know? Yeah which it's crazy that it's
0: already 16 years past.
1: Nah, it's, it's it's just wild, you know. Yeah. It's very 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 wild and very scary time that we live in at times, you know. Very scary time that we live in, but uh yeah, 16 years. Wow. Yeah. Um but Monday night raw kicked off
0: with Roman Reigns picking up the victory over Jason Jordan. Um,
1: I thought it was a good match.
0: Yeah, Jason Jordan held, held his own against both John Cena and Roman Reigns. Back-to-back weeks. And mm-hmm. uh, both matches lasted probably the exact same time. Around 20 minutes. A little over 20 minutes. Yeah, um, I, I thought...
1: But yeah, we, no... I
0: I don't think it elevates Jason Jordan enough, though, with the Kurt Angle storyline attached to him. Uh huh. Um, But, like, I don't don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to get around that. You know what? I I don't have any suggestions to get around that with the Angle thing.
1: Uh, Unfortunately, we may not get around it. We just may not. It's something that's taking place and. But as far it's as like, ele- like, it's supposed to elevate him. But really, it's yeah, that, that's like we're at a stalemate. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong; it's he's getting he's getting a push. He, uh, it's obvious that two... he's having matches with Cena, Reigns. But like, not just a push though. He puts on two good back to back matches
0: against the company guy, and then Roman Reigns, who's probably the next guy.
1: Hmm. I I I like the. Yeah, it's I don't know. Maybe they pulled the trigger too early. Maybe they just too early.
0: They gave a very stupid angle.
1: Yeah, it may have just been a really really poor angle, Uh, no pun intended. That is just like, it's just where is it going to? Yeah, it's
0: like it's like oh years down the line, Jason Jordan maybe gets inducted to the Hall of Fame. I want to thank my father. My my
1: real father and my, my storyline father. Yeah. But um, some takeaways from the match. Like, I really like the crossface. I always like the crossface when it's being used. Uh, uh, <laughs> That's what, it. I was like, oh, I hate the crossface when it's not no, being I, used. Yeah. I, I really didn't like it where it was kind of a, it was a black. Yeah, where it was like blackballed from being used. Um, and then, like, Jordan did hit a nice, really nice belly-to-belly, and the Northern Lights suplexes were really good. Um, and I like the end where it came where Reigns hit the Superman punch in the spear. And then he, he proceeded to shake Jason Jordan's hand post-match.
0: Yeah, yeah. I
1: mean, uh, side note, everything WWE this week had some sort of a handshake every show. Oh, I thought you, the I like you
0: meant, like, every match.
1: No, every, every event had someone shaking someone else's hand this week. What did NXT have? NXT NXT was the stretch. NXT was the stretch that I had to note. Uh, but Gargano shook the hand of Izzy on the entrance. <laughs> 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 Told you, it was a stretch. But I had to get a there. stretch? Have, <laughs> I mean, you have a handshake on 205 Live. Yeah, with the uh, – with uh, Kendrick and yeah. Gallagher you have on SmackDown. You had on you, – you had on me on Classic and then on NXT. I'm trying to find it and Gargano is doing his entrance and he doesn't high-five. He shakes her hand and I'm like, got it. So there's yeah, your that's recurring – it's uh,
0: a stretch.
1: Yeah. He, but uh, – <laughs>
0: Yeah, so John Cena gets uh, <laughs> interviewed backstage, and uh, he's like, yeah, I'm coming out to speak to Roman Reigns, or I'm going to say it face-to-face with Roman Reigns. Cut to commercial break, come back. Roman Reigns is still in the ring. Just so happens John Cena comes out. Like, how did Roman Reigns know that Cena was coming out? I'm sh- I don't. I wouldn't yeah, assume I think... that they played that on the screen. Wait, Really? I don't know, and well, like I thought, Roman Reigns just yeah, waiting for five minutes for John Cena to come out.
1: Yeah, that's what I I figured that he was just like they aired it on. Obviously, they air everything on the on the Tron. I still call it a Titan Tron, but they air everything up there. So obviously, in my mind, like they may not show him watching, but I see him. I pictured him standing in the ring watching John Cena say, "I'm coming out there to confront him."
0: Yeah, well. Who knows? But uh, I I think this has been, like, a a, definitely a better build to a pay-per-view match than other matches that are going to be taking place at no Yeah.
1: Uh, These promos have been really, really entertaining, really realistic, um, and uh, just fun. I mean, I think that these are some of the best promos that Reigns is getting out there, um, which isn't really saying much. It's more... Insult, insult, and then John Cena just like laying into you, and then just like trying to recover. Um, But I thought it was really, really good. Um, Next up, you got anything else to say about that? No. All right. Well, next up, you had Sasha Banks picked up the victory over Emma. There Uh, goes
0: the winning streak. Yeah. Like, and the match itself was kind of pointless.
1: It was totally pointless.
0: But <laughs> like I mean, it, I it
1: didn't, Emma, like it. Doesn't it? Didn't do much to
0: further the storyline.
1: No, you still have your four way match, no matter what. You had uh, Nia Jackson, Alexa Bliss. Well, Alexa Bliss on commentary, and then Nia Jacks joining her. Which it's like I still I don't understand that
0: dynamic over there. Is because like Bliss should want to tear Jacks apart.
1: I but think they, Jax... they were
0: there, sat next to each other.
1: Well, the thing is, I think that Bliss is scared of Jax, and I think that she right, hasn't she's shown like, her. I don't know. I, just, I she I, hasn't shown herself being scared yet. But I mean, they had a backstage segment where not Alexa Bliss was pretty much talking to her as if she's her best like, friend. Yeah, that's yeah. Like, nothing. Yeah, nothing's going on. She's her best friend. Nothing's changed. And Nia Jax kind of gave her a, a shot of reality being like, you're not my best friend. I don't like you, and I'm coming for that title next week. We have a match for that championship. So, we'll Which, see what happens again, with that. that
0: doesn't make sense either, but...
1: Uh, you know, I love title matches before pay-per-views. Um, and it's like...
0: Maybe it's like maybe it's to throw people off that maybe Emma could really be champion, or maybe I, they're just really gonna push that Nia Jax is about to be champion at No Mercy.
1: I mean, I think I have a feeling it's gonna be Nia Jax, especially. I mean, or maybe
0: Bliss say- wins. Maybe Alexa Bliss wins.
1: Maybe, but I mean, Nia Jax also recently did a um, what is it a, a runway show,
0: New York Fashion uh, Week. I don't know what that has to
1: do with. Well, I, I think it's just more in the aspect of getting her out there, getting her face out there as a face with WWE. So if you put a title on her, I feel like it's it's something good, especially she's been very vocal recently about being a, 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 a bigger woman and how she is not ashamed of her look and her appearance and she's beautiful and all of that. So WWE may capitalize on that aspect of it all. You like? Are you I saying mean, I should start speaking out more, or <laughs> I think you speak out enough. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but we'll see what happens with all of that. Uh, Emma, I did want to say Emma did do a really nice close line to Sasha Banks in the, like I think the start of the match. Um, but yeah, Bank's statement and that was yeah, really good. The,
0: the end. Came at, really came out of nowhere. It, like, did. it, it wasn't like that. Wasn't even. It wasn't a bank statement, wasn't it? Just the yeah, crossface.
1: No, no she, I think she locked in the bank statement. Maybe I, I she,
0: maybe I think the bank statement is always the double knees to the back, and then.
1: Oh, maybe I. I the crossface to me is the bank statement for her. I mean, I think yeah, that the double knees is just maybe I just had a brain slip just then. I don't know. No, it's all good. Uh, next up, you had Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman make their way down to the ring. Addressing the championship match upcoming with Braun Strowman, um, and then that this all led to Braun Strowman making his way down to the ring. And what took place? Well, Heyman, Heyman was like, "Let's see if you're ready for it. Let come out right now. Let's see it." Yeah.
0: And boy,
1: was that a mistake he, on Paul Heyman's behalf? So he came out, and they went toe to toe. They battled. Uh, and then it ended up with Braun Strowman being on top. Braun Strowman completely Dude, just –
0: Brock Lesnar hit a huge German suplex on Braun Strowman. Dude, first, rolled
1: out of it. What I did like that is that he went for that suplex originally and didn't get it. Like That was his second attempt at the suplex. And then basically still didn't get it. Yeah, he did it and Braun just rolled – did a back roll out of the suplex, faced him – and ended up rocking him with a choke slam. And then after that, hitting him with the power slam. And what I thought was the the icing on the cake, the, the everything that made this probably huge. And probably the biggest push that Brock Lesnar has given anybody, like that rub, Braun Strowman put his boot on top of Brock Lesnar, declaring his dominance, holding that title. I think that that is a huge statement in – uh, an awesome, like an awesome thing to see, is that this guy just put his boot on top of Brock Lesnar, declaring himself as pretty much the next. He is the next big thing now, Except and I, most likely at the pay per view. You know what? I keep on seeing things tossed back and forth. I mean, I would love for Braun Strowman to win. I wouldn't be... The only way to get out of this without Braun Strowman looking weak would be interference. I I, I don't think so. I don't think so. Or a DQ. I think they already built him up enough to... I mean, I don't know how long the match is going to be, but... No, I, I think that if he loses, I think that... I don't trust what they will do if he loses. I feel like if he loses... He's going to. It's going to be a scramble if they don't know what to do. At least if it's interference, you can do something. And with the DQ aspect, I wouldn't put that past it either because then that could prolong Braun Strowman versus Lesnar or do that again, revisit that maybe down WrestleMania line where this match ends in a DQ. I mean, but look if at they, if they have interference, who who interferes? No clue. But Jason look Jordan? at. No, Maybe. Yeah, right. But look at this DQ aspect, though. I mean, we'll talk about it later on, but Braun is using a ton of the steel steps and everything. Like, who knows? Maybe that will end up being – he'll just lose himself, use the steel steps or something, get caught, and it will be a DQ finish. You know, last, he, last week after the match, he could just lose it on Brock Lesnar. Last week on the show, you said something
0: that – like, I would swear you were singing HBK's theme song. Uh huh. This week, now you're rapping Eminem, or maybe,
1: maybe it's intentional.
0: So speaking of intentional, I think WWE is intentionally uh, messing with us uh, because Bray Wyatt picked up a victory over Goldust, where it's like Goldust is coming out. It's like, oh hell yeah, it's nice, it's wonderful. We're seeing Goldust on TV,
1: golden era.
0: <sighs> but then. It's like Bray Wyatt comes out and it's like, oh, it's obviously Bray Wyatt's going to win here.
1: And it wasn't even just a win. It was let me win and then pretty much show everyone that you are a fraud. That you are not Goldust. You were just a man wearing face paint. Which I'm
0: fine with that because it works off of the whole like Demon Balor doesn't really exist. It's just Finn Balor. He like Demon Balor, to me is nothing. It's just paint. But well, what, what what were we promised with Goldust? What did he say he was going to be looking for? A star or yeah,
1: like a next feud. I don't think it was a next feud. It was or a, I mean that's what I, I saw it as a next feud. Right, like but what, because, but what was like, the actual Ron thing King, that Goldust uh, said? Tom Killings, our truth was the you uh, so didn't
0: even watch TNA.
1: Yeah. Uh, was the like star of his last movie? Yeah, but what did he say? Like he was just looking for, uh, he was um, scouting
0: talent or something. Yeah, like it would have been nice to revisit that, but I don't no, know. I'm, I, I, I think I, I liked things? I liked the use of Goldust here. I just thought it was unfortunate because we have an unfinished storyline that we will probably never see a, a finish to.
1: Well, the um, thing is. You're, are you talking about gold dust or yeah, no, no, Bray no, 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 white? With, with gold dust. Okay. As far like
0: as far as this this could have just easily been like uh, I'm a jobber in a ring wearing a mask. And I that, think, but, or other sort of face paint or
1: something. I think that the use of gold dust in this for this right now for this match with Bray was the only option to yeah, do
0: nobody else really,
1: exactly. I think that that is the only option to do. I'm, I'm, oh, I would rather be Goldust than a jobber. I think it means more being from Goldust. I, and no, I, I think 100,
0: percent I agree too. I'm just like I'm playing the and, and, other side of the card where it's like I wish we saw.
1: A but fish. I, I, but the thing is, I also don't think that this could be the the end all be all that we won't see the next movie of Goldust. You know, I mean. Yeah, this took place. But that doesn't mean that Goldust – I mean if Goldust comes on Raw next week and he comes out there and he does proceed to – uh, don't, I don't
0: think we're going to see Goldust next week.
1: I, I agree with you. I don't think we'll see him next week or I don't know if we'll see this live out. But if it does next week or the week after, if it does play out, I don't think that this is going to really impact it too much.
0: I'm not even confident that we'll see Goldust in like the rest of September.
1: I no clue. I I wish we did. Guy is one of my favorites. And the match that they had was pretty good. Yeah, I I, I thought it was a good match.
0: Uh, then uh, Finn Balor ran down to make the save after Goldust uh, had his face paint wiped off. But, but yeah, I left the rink. He left.
1: Yeah. Um, next up, you had Cesaro and Sheamus making their way to the ring for a matchup
0: against the club with yeah. uh, Ambrose and Rollins on commentary. Yeah.
1: They confronted uh, Rollins and Ambrose. That ended up turning into a brawl, and then the club came out to join in on the fun. So this, I thought that this was a nice segment leading into the main event later on.
0: Yeah, that Kurt Angle made a uh, an eight-man tag match and told Rollins and Ambrose to go find two partners. Yeah,
1: I, I I laughed when they, when Ambrose Dude. walked by those two random oh. guys backstage, the two I mean, smaller guys. I thought you were going to say Malenko and Jamie
0: Noble. No. Dude, if that was like their actual partners, I would, I like. Oh, I you, would mark out for that. Uh, yeah. I mean. They're Justice like, oh, but Malenko you're not, you're not the... dressed. It's like, no, what do you mean? They, they could wrestle in suits.
1: J and J security
0: wrestled in suits. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, yeah. But I thought this was all good. Uh, next up, you had a little promo showing Asuka, uh, a little vignette teasing Asuka coming to Monday Night Raw. What which did your, no, no. On- it,
0: it didn't say coming to Monday Night Raw, it just, I don't believe it said coming to Monday Night Raw, I think it just said coming soon, which had well, my hopes that they would air this on SmackDown as well, but, but they pretty much, like, as soon as that was over, they confirmed... Raw, which sucks, but...
1: But, just to... I mean, like, I don't want to know she's debuting on Monday Night Raw. I know, I mean, but coming, based off of that, she's on the road with SmackDown right now. Yeah, She was just I, in I the corner... I think she's
0: been on the road with SmackDown
1: for months. Not months, yeah.
0: but like, here and there months.
1: I mean, she was in the corner of Naomi Flair and Becky Lynch during a six-woman uh, tag. Uh, so, it's really interesting that you're airing these to tease her on Monday Night Raw, but she's still at SmackDown House shows. I do. So, I
0: really, I still have hope that they'll tease it for SmackDown too, just because it's like, know? right now, like, screw John Cena, really the hottest free agent in WWE right now is Asuka.
1: Yeah, I mean, we'll see. Maybe, maybe they could say, like, really regal. I uh, came to agreement with both brands in showing uh, Asuka, but what's your if it's just Raw? Are you cool with that?
0: Obviously, like I'm fine. Re- like yeah, I, wherever she goes,
1: but I'm I'm totally fine with Raw because I think SmackDown. You even I
0: said yourself, you like I need Asuka to come to Raw.
1: Yeah, I think SmackDown is is very good with their divi- uh, women's division right now. I think that Raw can use a little bit more uh, something to spice it up a little bit. And I think Oscar no in there.
0: We don't know when this is going to, like, occur.
1: No. I mean, she's still recovering from a collarbone injury. Uh, who I mean, who knows? Maybe she is fully recovered already. But I don't know how long she was supposed to be out for. Um yeah. Next up, you had Elias cutting a little promo, doing a little shindig of a concert pre, uh, prior to the match, but was interrupted by Kalisto, who Which, came out
0: for some reason. Whenever Kalisto's theme song hits, I don't know why, but I think it's No Way Jose for a split second.
1: Really? Yeah.
0: I don't like. I went and listened to No Way Jose's theme song. And then I listen to Kalisto's theme song. They're not similar at all. But for whatever reason, when I hear that the ksh of Kalisto's theme song, I just like, oh my god, it's No Way Jose. But it's like a split second.
1: Interesting. I don't and, have And that. I have
0: no idea why I associate Kalisto's theme song with No Way Jose's. Which let yeah. me let me look this up. This might be interesting. Talk about this though.
1: Talk about this. Talk about what? About oh the, the, what? there's to me there was really not that much to talk about. Uh, I think uh, last month they may have put on a match together on Monday Raw, and I thought that, or two months ago, and I thought it was a great match, and I thought that this was a good match too. It was a nice filler. Um, it's always good to see Kalisto in action, and Elias I think has a lot of uh, a lot to be built on, and I'm kind of surprised that they haven't done anything with the IC title. Uh, yeah, especially based off of everything that was happening with Miz and Ambrose before.
0: Well, I guess just Miz is doing his own thing right now, but...
1: But, I mean, we haven't seen a capitalization on Elias' involvement with that.
0: Yeah, but I, I think... the match that Kalisto had with Elias I thought was good for what they did. Yeah,
1: yeah, I totally agree with you.
0: What I went to look up just now was maybe, uh, to see if if... Kalisto's theme song is right before No Way Jose's theme song on my iTunes, but it's, you... it's not the case. Yeah, I, I had uh, No Way Jose's theme song way before Kalisto's new theme song.
1: Oh, uh, well, I guess that's not going to fit the bill.
0: Yeah, but I, I do. I wish Kalisto was in a different position here to make the match even better for for Elias, like. Higher up, like Kalisto's not where I need him to be in WWE right now.
1: (laughs) He does not fit my WWE ranking right now.
0: It it just it doesn't. And same thing, like where Titus Worldwide has been off TV for a few weeks now. They're collecting members of Titus Worldwide. It's not going anywhere. I know Nikki Bella joined Titus Worldwide, as did. LL Cool J.
1: Interesting.
0: And I guess Darren Young also joined, which like
1: okay. Uh, huh. Yeah. So they So keep, you're building up keep, a, so you're building up a stable, yet you're not.
0: But like not the they're stable. not like they're not really building it up. They're just like
1: doing it off air and Well, you're adding to a stable that's not being used.
0: It doesn't really
1: make, make sense like, to me. Like, are they
0: real? Like, if if WWE ever, like, rolls with Titus Worldwide, are they going to have Anthony Bourdain?
1: Well, no. Like, I'm, are they going to say, could... like,
0: oh, we have so-and-so. We have this person, that person. Oh, I mean, you, Bella you joined.
1: Could, you could say that you have them on the brand, but that doesn't mean that you – I mean, obviously, you're going to show off whoever uh, is the wrestler involved. But Except uh, for Nikki Bella. Yeah. Well, (laughs) next up you had John Cena take on Braun Strowman, picked up the victory via DQ. I thought that this was a really good match. I like the fact right off the bat, John Cena, uh, he hits Braun Strowman with a dropkick, and then right after Braun Strowman hits Hits him him. with a dropkick. I like that. Yeah, it was one of those, oh, you hit me with this? Well, I'm going to hit you with this. But the
0: ending was really confusingly
1: bad. Yeah. Well, at one point, John John Cena tried to go for the AA a little bit earlier on. Failed to do it. And then he was successful, finally hitting that AA. Braun Strowman rolled to the outside of the ring. On the outside of the ring, John Cena chased him down and got hit with the steel steps. Referee saw this. Right in
0: front of the referee's face. Hit with the steel steps. And then Strowman the puts the, the the ring steps into the ring, and the ref goes, you you can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, that's all we get. Like, I feel bad because I, I, like, that referee had to have been, like, yelled at afterwards or something.
1: I mean, and then he hits him with the power slam on the steel steps to finally get DQ'd. Yeah. Was he supposed to be DQ'd outside of the ring?
0: Most likely he was not supposed to – I would assume the referee wasn't supposed to see him get hit with the steps and then get DQ'd in the ring. Uh, Or he was supposed to be
1: DQ'd outside of the ring with the steel step shot. I don't know. I would have assumed the power slam. I think that the – I don't know. You know, I think – It just wouldn't
0: make sense with the referee not calling that. If it was supposed to be that, then the referee would have called that, I assume. Yeah. So I would think that it was supposed to be ring steps behind the referee's back. P- put the ring steps in the ring. No, 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 no. Power slam onto the steps. Ring the bell. DQ.
1: Yeah.
0: Up next, Miz and the Miz Taraj, as well as Maurice, were out there cutting a promo where the Miz and Maurice announced that they were having a child. Which nobody knows if that's uh, storyline story or, or not. I'm just going to assume it's not, and say so congratulations.
1: Yeah, I, I agree with you. I'm going to say that it's not, and congratulations. Not that
0: Miz or Maurice will ever hear this,
1: but their kid may at some point. So, yeah.
0: or maybe Ms. will. He's listened before,
1: so yeah. Maurice has not, but you know, things change. Things <laughs> she might have. You don't know.
0: You don't know. But don't more like more than likely, she's. Never listened to our show before.
1: No, no, more, mo- most likely, she probably doesn't even know who we are. Right,
0: but Enzo Amore, who also doesn't know who we are, interrupted that, and Miss uh, Miss tore into him.
1: Okay, like there's so much to say about,
0: like Miss Miss basically, he says, I see a lot of myself in you. We we have similar backgrounds of. I mean, you were kicked out. You were kicked off of a bus. You were kicked out of the locker room. Nobody likes you. But I owned it, and you just, you care about hanging out with rappers who nobody knows. Or something like that.
1: Yeah. I mean, what kind of a, what does this show? I mean, the guy, Enzo Amore, just interrupted two people as they announced that they were having a baby. Which, people and cheered Miz, for? Yeah, and the Miz was just reading a, a, a letter or uh, something that he came up with for his future child. And, and, and people, Enzo
0: yeah, interrupted people, him. People
1: booed Enzo Amore. Like, if you can put him in a... Mo- and even if this isn't part of the decline of Enzo Amore, like, where you are watching him go down... Like, Maybe he ends up winning the Cruiserweight champion, though. I have
0: a championship. I mean, and then this goes on to the I liked, same. Like, I just, like Miz. Miz was like, Enzo and Cass, they were good. Everybody liked Enzo and Cass, but Cass dumped you, and nobody wanted you. Nobody wanted you. You went. You had to
1: go to 205 Live, which that's kind of like a dig at 205 Live, in my opinion. Now, I don't think that it's too much of a dig. Like I heard Dave Meltzer speak about this, and... Like I don't think that is too much of a dig because it's not like these guys like Cedric Alexander and stuff. They weren't. They were never a sustained uh, Monday Night Raw member. They were pretty much primarily cruiserweight, uh, the classic, and Two O Five Live. Uh, here and their appearances on Raw, but not a sustained person as Enzo was with Cass. So for him to be going to Two O Five, I understand what. I cause that's how I view it. it. Kind of seemed like, oh, you're going to the land of misfits. But, I mean, also just to, on a side note from a little dash of reality-wise, he was dating Liv Morgan, who is in NXT, uh, really with a lot of talent down there. And she put out a tweet saying, "Me, uh, me knowing that I'm single and not being cheated on. Or something with, in regards with to that drinking water, kind of like the name yeah. of
0: Kermit drinking tea.
1: Yeah, and this apparently is in regards to Enzo Amori with
0: which Corey who, Graves mentioned last week on commentary after Enzo cheated to win, saying he cheats at everything. I believe he even he might have even said he cheats on his girlfriend.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm like, first off, I'm I don't understand how you could cheat on. Anyone, period, and cheat on Liv Morgan or like someone in that's covered your workplace. Under anyone. Well, yeah, yeah even not,
0: more so that. Yeah, that's also like,
1: you know you're cheating on someone that's in your workplace, and I, I don't, I just don't understand cheating in general with like the betray- I, I betrayal, and I just don't get it. But like, no clue who he cheated on. If it's real, we don't know. It could just be speculation or rumors or anything like that just talk
0: which then again that ties into that whole story that happened upstate in new york after monday night raw where enzo went to a strip club apparently and then the stripper like did a like a tell all Mm -hmm. on the internet and basically like she wanted he wanted her or whatever and she didn't want any part of it so she i forgot about or something
1: i forgot about that
0: I forgot all so about that. But it's like maybe
1: all these stories are true. Who knows? If they are true, I mean, how how much longer does Enzo have? I mean, obviously, he's rubbing people the wrong way. Yeah, he's getting used, but maybe he's just getting used because he's making the money off of the merch. Um, yeah, he does get the pop, but how long until this pop starts to fade out? I mean, well, I mean people did 100% people booed Enzo on Monday Night Raw.
0: I was surprised
1: that, but then again, to, then they
0: they all do the SAWFT soft.
1: Yeah, but that's the same way with John. I mean,
0: yeah, not John Cena, but
1: I mean, kind of like when he first started, maybe with uh, Cena sucks and all of that, and that, like everyone's cheering him, but then everyone does that, um, uh, booing, and then does me? that. You can't see me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But I guess we will see how this breaks down. Um, Yeah, but this led into the next match. Enzo Amore picked up the victory over The Miz in a non-title match. Um, Via disqualification. Via DQ. I did like the fact that Enzo went over, left the match to go get the mic. And Corey Graves says something in regards to, look at Enzo running away uh running away from the match, or something like that, like really making him like the first thing that I thought was Bobby the Brain heated with uh, Marty Jannetty going through the barbershop window. Didn't Miz grab the mic first? No, no, I think Enzo. Enzo went through the mic first, but I thought that was really entertaining. And then they kept on working liked, that mic throughout the match. I like both
0: of them working the mic through the through the match, and it's yeah. like Miz is fantastic on the mic.
1: Um, maybe the, maybe that's the maybe that's the only way for us to not really pay too much attention to Enzo Amore's in-ring ability. That's a possibility. Is by giving him the mic during the matches to be like, here's a little bit of it, and then separate with the mic so you just forgot really what just took place, and then we can continue.
0: But I, I like so. when they do stuff like that with the yeah. microphone during the match. I believe we saw CM Punk do that, where he commentated yes. his own match.
1: We've seen, I believe, Neville do that. Um, Miz do that, a few others. Um, but next up, you the, had, yeah. Miz Taraj jumped Enzo to, to make the DQ finish.
0: Yeah. Which the only thing I question in this segment is back-to-back DQ endings.
1: Um, you know what? I'm okay with this because that scene of Braun really... I was – that made me – that but was That's really probably awesome. the
0: only way to end that, but – Yeah,
1: that uh, but even – that was a good match and everything. And the Enzo Miz was entertaining. I'm okay with back-to-back DQ on there. Um, and then at, backstage you had Enzo walk by Neville, and Neville's just laughing at him. Yeah. So uh, main event time, you had Dean Ambrose, Rollins, and the Hardy Boys. That's right. They found the Hardy Boys to join uh, then for this main event take up the victory over Cesaro Sheamus and The Club
0: which um I don't know about you but for Feeling me 22 I definitely feel 28 which sucks but uh-huh. <laughs> uh, ah, to be young it didn't it didn't <laughs> feel like this match was the main event of raw and when raw ended I didn't even realize it was after 11 yeah I feel yeah. like this wasn't, this wasn't like the, I mean, I hate saying this, but I don't think this was the best match to end Raw with.
1: I mean, I, I'm okay. I think that the strawman strawman and Cena would have been great to end with. Um, but I'm okay with it. I thought that the one part that was funny was Mac at tangled up in the ropes, which I didn't I'd... even, I didn't
0: even notice that when Raw aired. And then it took for everybody to be posting it online for me to notice. Where yeah, Matt Hardy fun. Matt Hardy tripped into the ring, which prevented him from breaking up the three count with uh, Cesaro pinning Dean Ambrose. But I think Corey Graves saving that that part that part of the match perfectly mm-hmm. by saying that he thinks that he saw the referee, the, uh, he thinks the referee saw Matt Hardy and stopped the count.
1: Yeah, I think that Corey Graves on the uh, really just on the spot has been doing really, really well. You know, he he was
0: really good in the ring and then got injured. And we spoke about that last week and goes to commentary and he's uh, fantastic.
1: I think he's watching a lot of, a lot of tapes, a lot of Bobby Heenan, just a lot of tapes in general. Uh, I've been digging his, his digs at Enzo. His saves have been awesome. And they're, I guess that's why they have him on two shows right now. And he's proven it, you know? He's proven it. But back to the match, overall, left a little bit to be desired. But, you know, it is what it is. And I don't know why they keep
0: calling that stunner thing. I don't know why that stunner thing keeps happening to, like, in, in general keeps happening, that Jeff Hardy's doing.
1: Oh. And it's being I think called it's a twist a great- of
0: fate. I hope, like... If that's gonna be like a twist of fate variant,
1: uh-huh, I want.
0: I hope that's in the video game yeah.
1: <laughs> because it I, like it
0: happens a lot. I don't know. I don't know if the Hardys are in yet or at all.
1: But I mean, I, I would think that they would. A, I think that they would be included in the game, and or at least as a DLC. And I could see them. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I, I can't see it being a, a botch of whoever's taking it. You know.
0: Uh, if it happens. All the time. Oh, around. it happens so like
1: it happens a lot. Maybe it's a way to differentiate between Jeff and Matt. I mean, as if you need it, but to differentiate the twist of fate between Jeff and Matt. But I don't know. yeah. Uh, next up you have SmackDown. SmackDown kicking off with Kevin Owens. Uh he's in the ring addressing everything that took place last week with Shane McMahon.
0: Yeah, that he's uh, going to be suing WWE.
1: Yeah. He's like, when uh, I'm in
0: charge, I'm gonna fire Sami Zayn. Fashion Files. You guys love fashion files? Cancelled.
1: Yeah, really. I was sane. like, no, you can't cancel <laughs> fashion files. <laughs> just saying exactly what he's going to be doing. And then out of nowhere to interrupt him, Shane McMahon's theme song hits, his tron hits and everything, and Dolph Ziggler comes out. Instead dress, of Shane McMahon. Like Shane McMahon. Yeah. Uh Pretty much, he's doing his thing on the uh, on the mic, I believe, too. And but this
0: led like I like into... Kevin's response. He goes, "Oh, you you had me scared there for a second.
1: Yeah, or something like that. I don't know. Well, this led into Daniel Bryan, who at first I didn't think it was. I Kevin thought it was him. gonna be Ziggler again. Yep, I thought it was gonna be Ziggler, but it was Daniel Bryan. It was Debra himself informing Kevin Owens that. What did he inform he's, him? He's not in charge. And yeah, he's not going to yeah. like
0: what Vince has to say later on.
1: Yeah. Uh, next up, you had AJ Styles, a U.S. Open challenge. Not really open, but open enough. Uh, putting the title on the line against Ty Dillinger, picking up the victory. It was a good um, match. You know what? I, I like the fact that Ty Dillinger scouted the Pele kick. How He, moved that, he missed the Pele kick, which – we haven't seen too often him, AJ, missing the Pele kick. Right. And Graves called that perfectly. I liked how he moved out of the way of that. Um, Baron Corbin, as expected, got involved in the match, ended up eating up the flying forearm, phenomenal forearm from AJ Styles. AJ Styles got hit with the tiebreaker, really making you think that Ty Dillinger may actually win. I never thought at
0: one point during that match that AJ Styles was going to lose here.
1: Well, he did lose Calf Crusher. No, he and then Cor lose.
0: Dillinger lost.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Dillinger lost with the Calf Crusher. And then Baron Corbin proceeded to beat up AJ Styles after the match saying and, and next Dillinger. week. Yeah, and Dillinger saying next week he's answering the U.S. Open Challenge. So I assume
0: it's going to turn into a triple threat match at Hell in a Cell.
1: Yeah, and I'm okay with both guys winning, to be um, honest.
0: Yeah, but this. Yeah, I'm fine. I would like to see Ty Dillinger showcased more on SmackDown.
1: Yeah, I Since agree. Since his
0: debut, he's kind of just been floating there, and
1: yeah, it get, would be nice.
0: We've been proven to get good matches here.
1: Do you think this is going to lead into at some point Nakamura challenging for the U.S. to face Styles for the U.S. Championship at WrestleMania? Um. I never I, feel, I never
0: thought of that but
1: I don't know. I feel like Styles versus Nakamura is a huge like match that I I just want to like see given time for like a WrestleMania time. Yeah that'd be um, pretty I mean yeah It, it would be. give it would give Nakamura something to do. I mean I suppose I I honestly I don't know if Nakamura is is going to take the title off of Mahal At this current time. Um, But I guess we'll find out soon.
0: Uh, Up next, next, Rusev was backstage being interviewed, uh, I guess, about his trip to Bulgaria, which you will be able to see on Total Divas. Um, And he said that he didn't come home a winner, he came home a loser. And Rusev is not a loser and that he has to break
1: a legend. What does that mean? I mean, you know, rumors have it that him and Randy Orton are going to continue. But is, that, is he speaking in regards to Randy Orton? or and if he is, or, I hope that Randy Orton loses. <laughs> or will Jake the Snake Roberts finally
0: make his full-time return to WWE And
1: You know, never say never. Royal Rumble is around the corner.
0: I wouldn't mind seeing Rusev kind of become like the new legend killer type of thing. Uh-huh. Just to, I mean, to continue a feud with Randy Orton be like, you did it, I could do it. Where he goes on, he could crush guys like Sergeant Slaughter, Jake the Snake Roberts, Hacksaw um, Jim
1: Duggan. Yeah, I guess we'll see what's going to happen with that. But next up, you had Jinder Mahal. Um, and the
0: Singh brothers making yeah. fun of Nakamura.
1: Yeah, in ring promo. Nothing really to see there. This was dumb. How much longer till his title reign is done? This is this was dumb. I feel like we're coming to the end of it.
0: I don't know. The end of it would be Nakamura being champion.
1: You know, maybe it is gonna be Nakamura as the champion. I don't know. Based on maybe, what maybe based on right what around. Jinder was saying, Jinder's like like you
0: don't wanna become WWE champion fans will – or not fans, but people are going to make fun of you and treat you bad. It's like as if gender is trying to protect Nakamura from racist people. And it's like I don't
1: I, – it's just – I don't know. I mean maybe we'll end up seeing AJ Styles actually lose that uh, U.S. championship to face Nakamura for that WWE championship. It's yeah. another possibility, but – the the
0: from right now Helen of Cell is gonna be October. Um there's a long way to WrestleMania.
1: Yeah, long way. Talking about a long way street fight, tag team championship on the line, the new day without Xavier Woods picked up the victory over the Usos to become the tag team champions. What an exciting match! This was a lot of fun. Did I, you get the same feeling? I yeah, it was a it was really fun. It was a really fun match, but we saw the Van Damminator used in it, kind of, kind of. I I mean, not really, but was just through the chair and uh, Biggie caught it and then got rocked with a super kick. So this not just this is just like
0: I wish this would have went down inside the Hell in a Cell.
1: You know, it's right around the corner, but I thought this was – Kofi Kingston threw that chair at uh, Jey Uso, I believe, on the outside of the ring. I thought that spot was, like, nasty. How
0: do you know the difference between them? Because commentators said it or –
1: (laughs) Yep. Because commentators.
0: But, like, where does this – does this lead to Uso's getting another – like, how many, like, rematches, wins, rematches, wins are they going to do?
1: I don't know. I, like
0: I, they, I would assume the Usos still have a rematch there.
1: Yeah, um, I guess that's going to take place at the pay per view.
0: Which that would be <laughs> Hell in a Cell. Yeah. Um, man, if you really want to put these teams over, give them that Hell in a Cell match. Although now I don't even.
1: Yeah, I'm who knows likely, with Kofi? What? Who knows if what about with this Kofi injury?
0: Yeah, that's right. Nobody, you don't know that yet.
1: Yeah. But. Uh, I mean, they could easily next week, if he's injured next week on Raw, you can easily Smackdown. see him. Uh, yeah, on SmackDown, you can easily see Big E pretty much doing the majority of the match and uh, pretty much giving the titles back. Yeah. Uh, Which next that'll up, still
0: work yeah. in New Day's favor to get them to become – the most decorated champions in WWE history. I mean, it sucks that the
1: titles keep changing, but... It does, but on the other hand, I hate seeing the titles off of New Day. You know, I think that they are great.
0: And And who knows, like, where it leads to even. There's not many tag teams on SmackDown that are sticking together, it seems.
1: Hopefully we see some NXT tag teams come up, like Authors of Pain. Uh, um, after Hell in a,
0: if the Usos face off against New Day at Hell in a Cell, after Hell in a Cell would be a good time to pick up new uh, and, and hopefully seeing New Day retain.
1: Yeah. Would be a good time I, to
0: bring in Authors of Pain.
1: Authors of Pain would be perfect for SmackDown. I think they would be perfect for them. It would give a lot of variety for that, even more variety for that show, uh, for that for SmackDown. Uh, they have a lot of tag teams that they just kind of. They're just not using, though. I mean, and, I mean or they're out. They're injured. Zango? Yeah. yeah. But, but I think Authors of Pain would be awesome on SmackDown. You still have the loans to factor in once Primo is back from an injury. But then who knows if all of those rumors about them wanting to leave, if that comes Probably. back into play after the Probably. injuries. I don't. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? It's uh not, though, but. Yeah. Next up you had Natalia title on the line pick of the victory over Naomi. Like you uh, wanna to talk, to the, you wanna talk
0: about Emma versus Sasha Banks being pointless? Yeah. This match
1: was absolutely pointless.
0: Ronda Rousey was in the crowd.
1: Big one. And, and so was uh right next to her, I believe it was that uh Anina uh Sarkis. North? I don't know who she is. She's a YouTube, YouTube? star
0: who has 95-something thousand followers on Twitter.
1: Yeah, she put out a she video where she was... there for the
0: Mae Young Classic.
1: Yeah, she was in the crowd right next to Ronda Rousey, but didn't really get mentioned. But I noticed her because no, she her hair.
0: Pretty sure not she on did. SmackDown. Oh, not just on...
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't believe on SmackDown. The May Young Classic. No.
0: But everyone was there. Dana Warrior was there. At first, I thought that was Michelle McCool. There's a there's a picture of her booing Ziggler, yeah, as Warrior.
1: Yeah, I saw her put out a tweet, and people are like taking it, like being like, I, "I I think that she's just working it," you know. Clearly, yeah. Um, but yeah, so not really much to say about this match. Gorm- Naomi Mella and Ellsworth were ringside. Where yeah, they James got hit with Ellsworth. the cross. They got hit with the crossbody from Naomi on the outside of the when ring. James Ellsworth is wearing a leash and a collar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So
0: I don't know what they're doing.
1: I like that's mean, not
0: the people on Staten Island do that?
1: I don't know. They've done it in South Park. But in South- who knows? Yeah. With uh Mr. Garrison. But uh, we'll see what happens it's with totally all of that. Um, yeah, so after this match, Ziggler came out, cutting a promo in pure like Dolph Ziggler gear and everything. Entrance leaves, yeah. comes back out, dresses Bailey, which Xavier Woods did it way better. Oh, dude, I I marked out for that. I don't know if we I don't we think, think that we some... ever I don't think we ever discussed that at Dragon Spo- Spoiler, I may just re-mention this, and but then, uh, that was spot on.
0: Yeah, and then going back to what I said, he did Warriors entrance as well. Yeah. Which, it seemed like the perfect opportunity to have Bobby Roode there. Fans were chanting for Bobby Roode, but nothing. It just then, ended. Yeah, it just ended, and uh, I think it's awful that they have Bobby Roode off TV two weeks in a row.
1: I agree. And Mike Bennett, what's happening with him? Or Kanellis? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I mean, what's it's it's kind of frustrating where you see Bobby Roode, you see Nakamura, uh Canellis, these people and Zane, these people get called up to Smackdown or drafted to SmackDown or whatever, and you're like, Okay, they got you know what, let's see what they got. They got an opportunity over there. It's like less
0: Nakamura was he's in the WWE title picture scene also wasn't on SmackDown.
1: I mean, nothing for nothing, but it's not as crowded as Monday Night Raw over on SmackDown.
0: Although Monday Night Raw was also as – what do you mean crowded?
1: I I don't think that the main event scene is that crowded on SmackDown. I think – or any of these title scenes I don't think is that overly crowded where it's just like, you know what? Bobby Roode, we're just not going to use him at all. We're not going to put him in any of these title chases. It comes down to –
0: I mean, it really, I guess, comes down to time.
1: And that's unfortunate, you know?
0: Last week, Shelton Benjamin wasn't on SmackDown. This week, he is.
1: Yeah, but even still, I I feel like WWE creative doesn't have dedication to anybody unless they are a big name like John Cena or Randy Orton. They don't have dedication to anybody. Orton wasn't on SmackDown? No, but I mean, like, but they—he's been in the past and stuff. I feel like Creative just doesn't have dedication to any of these wrestlers, where it's just like they—they they either give up on them or they're not devoted enough to come up with all of these things. But something's slack in there. Um, after this, you mentioned Benjamin being on SmackDown. He teamed up with Gable, picked up his victory, picking up the victory over the pros which um, it pr- it's. Probably been eight years
0: since we've seen Zack Ryder versus Shelton Benjamin. I popped for that.
1: Yeah, it was a good <laughs> match. And just going to say, second uh, handshake right there. Yeah, that was Mojo. That's a handshake moment. And uh, Zack Ryder, then being like expecting Zack Ryder to shake Benjamin's hand and stuff. And no, he's not having any of it. Yeah, kind of seemed pissed
0: off at Mojo.
1: Are we going to see Ryder team up with Ziggler? I would, can, you, we, I would doubt can we – with the way that Ryder is right now against it. him being like <laughs> – like with his alter, interaction with Mojo, Mojo being a crowd favorite and everything, Ryder being like, you know what? They turned – the fans turned on me. They don't cheer for me as like they – like kind of like what Ziggler is doing with, oh, the fans don't appreciate what I do. Ryder could say the same thing. I do everything so well in there. That missile dropkick, no one does a missile dropkick like I can I think, and all of this. I don't think Ryder's about to start naming his moves off. Probably not. But but I wouldn't put it – if they don't have anything for Ziggler and they don't know the direction of Ryder and we were just saying that the tag team is really lacking, what if Ryder ends up joining Ziggler.
0: Which there's still that, that whole fashion files episode where Brizango said or where Fandango said that something big is gonna happen or something's happening to the tag team division. Yeah. Is that just gonna lead nowhere or
1: probably could or could the big thing be authors of pain? No. Maybe. I think it was probably just gonna lead nowhere. Well, Zach Walker, hopefully, could happen. So could all of pain.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say. Hopefully, I I entered the lotto, the lotto for Funko.
1: Yeah, apparently Comic-Con. we both we both sent the link to my sister.
0: Yeah, you she can only get like, one. By the way, it's limited one yeah. per person. Yeah. So hopefully, I'm chosen, or someone I'm going with gets chosen, and hopefully, I'm, I'm not chosen. Someone I'm going with gets chosen will buy me the rider
1: pop. If if anybody goes that's listening to the podcast, please purchase a Zack Ryder for me. Last year, I don't know. I mean, people kind of, I
0: mean, these Pops go for insane prices now. Last year, one of the people we went with was able to buy, ask, hey, are you buying this Pop? No. Can you buy it for me? I'll give you the money. Yes. Bu- buys it, sells it for like 500 bucks so wow yeah so i mean well, if, if the rider pop is not going to be a shared exclusive where they get a release in like toys r us or GameStop, i hope or it is i, mean, I it's really not, it's not going to be the same exact thing from uh comic con just yeah
1: because,
0: i mean it's going to be the same exact pop just the the sticker will be different
1: i i hope just to get his his face out there on the product and everything i hope that it's sold in stores
0: but I do hope that if, if it's sold in stores, it's just going to be one store. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be an exclusive to that, like like an Amazon or
1: Hot Topic or FYE. Hot
0: Topic, FYE. Uh, hopefully um, it's not FYE because there's no FYEs around here.
1: Nah. Yeah. Well,
0: but I do hope least... I get chosen for the lotto. That's the only thing I entered. They have like no. tons of other things you could enter for the lottery, like uh, yeah. meet and greets and stuff. Or panels I'm like I don't like I, will, I as much as I would like to go to a panel and stuff like if I get the opportunity to I want this is the only thing I want
1: yeah well that leads us to the conclusion to SmackDown Kevin Owens in the ring Vince McMahon Mr. McMahon making it his way to the ring they go face to face and Vince McMahon Lays it to Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens is laying into him on the mic. Kev- Vince McMahon proceeds to fire
0: no, Kevin no, no. Owens. No, 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 He said, if you sue WWE, okay, yeah. you're going to be fired. Yeah. Uh, and then he, he also reinstated Shane and said, at Hell in a Cell, you're going to have a Hell in a Cell match against Shane McMahon. Which it's like, I again, I don't know why. Like I'm, there's no doubt in my mind that that match is going to be good, awesome even. I just you don't you don't need you don't need a match, a Hell in a Cell match. Shane was just in one. Yeah. So, but Kevin Owens is like, I need a guarantee here. I need to. I need you to guarantee me that I won't be fired for beating Shane. For for beating him senseless, and if if uh if I'm provoked, I can beat a McMahon senseless. I need your guarantee. Boom, handshake. Kevin Owens hits Vince McMahon with a huge headbutt, busted Vince McMahon open. Yeah. Vince, Vince gets up to try to fight back, but uh, Kevin Owens knocked him down.
1: Sidekick, kick, and then
0: yeah, officials yeah. run down. Adam Pearce tried to stop Kevin Owens from. Uh, from hitting a frog splash but he did it anyway. And then yeah. Stephanie McMahon came
1: out. So I mean, what do you think like what do you think about this blood spot? Apparently Vince may have bled uh, may have bladed backstage and then put new skin over his forehead uh, to kind of so this way it wasn't bleeding when he went out there. What's your Take yeah. on that. I mean, it, yeah. What's your take? It's
0: a possibility, but I think headbutt spots after what we saw with New Japan is just not. Don't don't do.
1: Don't do headbutts like that at all. I mean, I I really don't. I mean, I like. The, but the thing is, I love the headbutts like Gallagher. You know. But you can't. I mean, after I, what I, happened. I, I, I'm fine with Gallagher headbutts, and head, like, I just don't like Shibata headbutts, where it is legit. Like, it is a shoot headbutt. That I do not like. Oh, well, but, yeah, Gall- Gallagher hits the leg. Exactly. Like, I'm fine with that, but this was a legit, or at least it seems like it's the only it way. legitimate enough, yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe he pulled it at the end uh, where he just kind of did it, gave it just enough to take the new skin off. But at Vince McMahon's age, I don't know if that was such a good idea. But to th- but on the other hand, this to make Vince McMahon, the owner of the company bleed in the middle of the ring. The, and also the fact that, Kind of like with Brock Lesnar putting over Strowman, allowing him to put the boot on him. This man allowing Kevin Owens to make him bleed live on camera. I mean – and this is a publicly traded company where I think it was Batista who was fined $100,000 for bleeding on TV. $100,000? It it was something insane or $10,000 maybe. But – for blading, people get fined for blading on television. Yeah,
0: and Vince
1: McMahon, damn it! Exactly, Vince McMahon blades on TV for Kevin Owens. Wow, talk about like pushing and giving a pro wrestler a rub. I think that's I mean, a
0: huge thing for Kevin Owens. Even without that being in a segment with Vince is big.
1: Yeah, it's I like there's Kevin... there's
0: there's really only the only thing that's left to do is to face the. I mean not the authority the authority was Triple H and Stephanie but the authority Shane McMahon and Vince McMahon and then that's going to pretty much set Kevin Owens up for life.
1: Yeah, I mean we Kevin Owens is putting doing something amazing in pro wrestling in the WWE right now and what he did on SmackDown I am I mean the headbutt you can get me on both both sides. Pro wrestling wise, I love it. Reality wise, I see an an older adult getting headbutted doing something that he probably shouldn't be doing in the ring right now. So, you can flip-flop both ways, but I think that wrestling wise it was great. Yeah. Um so that was SmackDown. Uh what do we have next?
0: Uh we have the m- May Young Classic.
1: All right. The yeah, they showed...
0: After SmackDown.
1: Yeah. Uh, what do you want to say about this? Well, just they see? had Jim Ross later doing the commentary. Uh, and then ringside, you had a bunch of people. You had... Uh, uh, Alondra Blaze, Asuka, Warrior... Oscar, Phoenix... Phoenix Moro... Um... Yeah, I really thought that Warrior was McCool at first. I, actually, it took me a little bit. I was just like, wait, they didn't announce McCool, though. Right. And then I was just like, wait, oh, that's that's Warrior. Um, they have the cast of Glow. I didn't see that clip yet. Kia was Kong was there? there? Yeah. Kong was there? Yeah. I didn't see that clip yet. I meant to watch it.
0: Yeah.
1: That's really cool. Um, yeah. So that led into the the finale. Kyrie Singh picked up the victory over Shayna Baszler to become the to win the mayon Classic. Um, I thought it was a for Baszler being fairly green. I mean, she's very new to pro wrestling. I thought that it was a good. It was a really good match. Yeah. I thought both wrestlers. Although I thought
0: I thought there were other matches in the tournament that were better than this, but this was by far no no means a bad match.
1: No, it, it was very entertaining. By I, no means a bad match is what I would Yeah, say. I, I thought that was a lot of fun. Uh, I liked the presence. I I I liked how Baszler was controlling, like carrying herself in the ring. I, I liked a lot of the. Uh, she hit the rear naked chokehold at one point, teasing that she may actually win. Uh, I like that. I like that arm twist that she did. I don't know if I've seen that before, and if I did, it's not too often. Where she did, I think maybe Eddie Guerrero did it with the um, head the, the, in the, the boot. No Mercy. The boot. The boot.
0: Yeah, like you put your foot on there and twist. Or is that yeah,
1: is that what you're talking about? Well, I, she didn't have her her boot on the arm though. She had it like intertwined in between. So this way when she twisted, she twisted in a like uh the opposite direction I believe. Oh, yeah. But I thought that was a really cool spot. One I mean, thing one thing that I thought we would
0: have seen here for sure was the inclusion of Jessica Carr as the referee except I guess maybe she couldn't get out because of The hurricane? Because of what happened prior to that? Yeah. But other than that, everything was was pretty good. Yeah.
1: And not to and Jessica Carr is doing a phenomenal job so far. Uh very awesome to see. Yeah, it was a I mean, she ended up hitting uh Kyrie ended up hitting the insane elbow for the victory. Um lived up to the hype. I think it lived up to the hype. How did you? You really thought Baszler was going to win? No, I didn't say that. I said she's being built up as a favorite to win. And I still, I think that they both were built up as favorites, but I still see sane being built up more.
0: I don't know. Everything with the four horsewomen
1: was done for a reason. Well, apparently, it's not done for a reason. I. Rumor has it that it may have not been done for a reason. They may. Creative may have thought that they wanted to do it, but then apparently Vince McMahon has put a halt to the entire four horsemen, four horsemen feud because— Four horsewomen. Yeah, uh, horsewomen, because Baszler and Rousey aren't under— or pretty much any of them aren't under contract with WWE. So who knows the truth to that? If if so, then, I mean, I don't know. I mean, originally they had Tony, uh, Tony I- Storm— also Don't not under contract.
0: Final. Yeah, not under and contract, the but Krummer has it very four, soon to
1: be. The four people
0: they showed from the tournament in the crowd for the finals, all four of them not under contract, that being Tony Storm, Piper Niven, Candice LeRae, and Mercedes Martinez. Yeah. So, so it's a possibility that they'll be signed.
1: Yeah, I... Uh, We'll find out more about that as time pro- progresses. Uh, with, uh, this,
0: with this, we found out that Kyrie Sane will be competing for the NXT Women's Championship at NXT TakeOver Houston the night before Survivor Series. Um, it was announced tonight on the tapings that it's going to be a fatal four-way.
1: I am totally cool with that. Um, But it's like I mean yeah They do that They do that often Where it's like Either a triple threat match Or Fatal 4-Way I mean you have to though They do They do it quite often But they do that With any title Well Not really
0: It's not 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 every time NXT title's never
1: been On a NXT show I don't believe I Definitely Definitely Have to have been
0: I'm One of the earlier too... ones was Neville versus Tyler Breeze
1: versus... Uh, I don't even... I can't get... After that We're going so far back where you're trying to get the exposure of some of these wrestlers. I mean, now I think that it's okay. But hopefully, we have high hopes in two superstars that we've been talking about for a long time. Hopefully, they make this final match. And hopefully, if they do make it... Hopefully they both win. Yeah, Um, I
0: mean, obviously we don't know who's in this match. I want the only thing that we've been saying for months on the show: we want to see Peyton Royce and Billy Kay be co-women's champion, the first co-women's champion for
1: NXT. Why not? Why? That's what we want to see. And why not? I think that them working together would be great as co-champion. I mean, I I can't see any reason why not. If you're going to play with a storyline or a gimmick or something like that or a title like that, why not do it on NXT? See what happens. Yeah. Um, and both of them are haven't been entertaining for a very long time. So, yeah. Moving Two-
0: on to 205 Live, which took place right after the Mae Young Classic. Um which, I guess, yeah. you know, the May Young Classic, I guess, it didn't really feel as big as it could have felt mm-hmm. because it took place after SmackDown and before 205 Live. Maybe, yeah. But anyway, 205 Live, Rich Swan defeated TJP uh, in a rubber match, I guess.
1: Yeah, I guess so.
0: Uh, next up, Drew Gulak cut his promo, uh, got interrupted by... Brazonga, which was awesome.
1: They, this was they arrested
0: him. This was fantastic, and I think hilarious. This is, exactly, this is what two hundred five live needs. It was hilarious. They need interactions from the main roster.
1: I, I agree with you. You've been saying it for a while. I've been saying it. I thought the best part of this was where Breeze, where his, Fandango, uh, Fandango puts his nose all over hilarious
0: Gulak's face. I don't know how Gulak kept a straight face there.
1: I would have broke easily. I don't know how any of them kept a the straight face during that. That was hilarious. And then he uh Bre- uh Tyler Breeze is like, book him, Dano. And then he puts these the cuff, the furry cuffs on him. And then he breaks free and then they trip him. Hilarious. Great segment. Uh it leads us to our main event. Alexander pick uh taking on Brian Kendrick. Um Yeah, it was a good match leading up to the very end where... It went to a no contest. Yeah, it went to a no contest. Jack Gallagher came
0: out where you think he was about to go beat up Brian Kendrick.
1: I mean, we've seen them going at it for months already.
0: But he turned around and laid that umbrella right into Cedric Alexander.
1: I, and did he? then he did hit him yeah. with the umbrella, right? Yeah, he, he hit him with the umbrella and then rocked him with that solid headbutt.
0: Which, by the way, the umbrella, is it William?
1: I'm, I'm not forget, too sure. I
0: forget the umbrella's name. It's in the program. That's I, funny. I thought it was funny, yeah. But yeah, so Jack Gallagher shook hands with the Brian Kentrick and aligned himself with him.
1: And there's your other handshake.
0: Very, Very
1: interesting. Yeah, I did not see that coming at all. Did not expect that. Expected the, you know, what we've been seeing. So to see Gallagher turn, I think is phenomenal. I love it. Um and yeah. I I, I think it's great.
0: And as far as back back a segment with uh too free...
1: similar too similar to TJP or no? No, not at okay. all. All right. But back a segment with
0: uh Breezango interacting with uh main roster talent, with Drew Gulak at least interacting with main roster talent. Uh huh. Very rarely have we seen that. We saw yeah. we saw Gallagher face um we saw Gallagher face off in the Royal Rumble. Enzo faces off now that he's officially a cruiserweight. Against uh, Miz, yeah, Sin Cara did it, even though he's no longer on Two Hundred Five Live. So hopefully, with this Brizongo segment, we'll see more of that.
1: Yeah, I can't even think of anybody else that's really. I think that was it.
0: I think that's yeah. it. Yeah,
1: I feel like if I keep on and then, trying and to then think, I'm going to create. I mean, it's almost two AM right now. By obviously,
0: the way. Uh, what's his name, uh, Akira Tozawa, interacting with. Yes. Yes. And, yes. and uh, Paul Cruz. Yeah. But moving on to NXT, you had a match. Ruby Riot was taking on Billy Kay and Peyton Royce it was supposed to be a tag team match. Nikki Cross really sat out for most of it. Tagged herself in. Gets the uh, advantage for the match, and then Ruby Riot picks up the victory. Yeah. I...
1: Thoughts on diving senton from Ruby Riot should've, Akira Tizawa?
0: Yeah, should definitely use a different move.
1: All right. Okay. Uh, Gargano picked up the victory over Riddick Moss, uh, who was alongside Tino Sabatelli. Uh, I was impressed with this match, and I was impressed with uh, with with Moss.
0: Yeah. Finally. I mean, we saw a few months ago. It must be where Moss and Sabatelli were being used. So. Yeah. Hopefully, we see might. more of this.
1: Yeah, great look. Uh, next up, you had Street Profits, Dawkins and Ford, up the victory over uh, the Ely Twins. Ely Twins, um, which
0: the Ely Twins not uh, not small guys.
1: No, uh, no, not at all. Street Profits, I like, I like what they got going on.
0: Basically, using
1: both of D'Lo Brown's moves <laughs> as their finisher. <temperature. laughs> yeah, um, main event of the evening. You had the WWE United Kingdom title on the line. Pete Dunne successful, successfully defeating Wolfgang. Um, awesome match. Yeah.
0: But uh, CFO or Undisputed Arrow, whatever oh. they're going to be called. Yeah, yeah. What? You said
1: – No, oh. I was going to say there was one point where uh, Wolfgang body slammed Pete Dunne. Like he had the wrist lock or whatever. He had his wrist locked An up. Hammer lock? Yeah. I don't, I don't know if it was a hammer lock or whatever, but he had his wrist uh, and Wolfgang proceeded to body slam Dunn to get out of it, and Dunn held on to it. And I was just like, I've never seen that before. And that's pretty awesome. Yeah,
0: so Undisputed Era came out and attacked Dunn. Uh, well, they surrounded Dunn. Dunn went and attacked them first, and they beat him down. Wolfgang came out there, came back yeah, into he the tried red. To, he to help. Made, made
1: the save for Dunn.
0: But they beat him down. Dunn left and uh, turned back, ran towards the ring. Fans went nuts. Oh,
1: and it was played off perfectly. He he looked he stood there for a little bit watching, and then he started to get like put like a little game face on, you know? Yeah. Like shrug his shoulders, get ready to pump himself up, sprints out to the ring, and takes his title.
0: Yeah, he grabbed They're the proud. United Kingdom championship and uh then after Undisputed Eric left, uh Trent Seven and Tyler Bate came out. And then later on, off-air, they challenged Fish and O'Reilly to a match. So Yeah, so
1: I'm excited. I'm really happy that they're doing very strong style. Um, and I, I think I, that entire thing with Dunn was perfect. The entire tease of him making the save and then being like, no, I was just getting my title. I wasn't going to leave it. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, Yeah, so I thought that that was a great way to end NXT, and I think it's a great way to go into the Shameless Plugs. Shameless Plugs. Thank you to the following people for promoting us in this week of professional wrestling. Go check out Shiny Wizards at Wizards Podcast. Go listen to their latest episode, shinywizards.com. Uh, they talk video games, King of the Ring 2002, and so much more. Uh, they do so many giveaways. Go check them out. Give them a follow. Give them a listen. Also, go give a follow to Ref Chris Sharp at Ref Chris Sharp. If you need a referee, definitely book him. Wrestling IQ 101. Give them a listen at Wrestling IQ 101. They have an interview with the master of chaos himself, Kevin Knight. Uh, yeah, go listen to him. He'll talk about the history of IWF and so much more. Also, make sure you go check out Team Awesome, Lorenzo. Uh, yeah, go follow him at Team Awesome 418 ProWrestlingTees.com slash Awesome 418 Finally, got a t-shirt shop up there. You can go support Lorenzo. Support the best group on Facebook. He has four options of T-shirts up there. The I'm a Team Awesome Guy, I'm a Team Awesome Girl, and so much more. Awesome stuff. Congratulations on the, t- on the Pro Wrestling Tees shop. Also, go purchase 31 Days to Live on Amazon um, and also at Barnes & Noble, I believe. Uh, go check out TNA Creative, GFW Creative, at TNA Creative. Very funny humor over there. John, at Mr. John Faust. Also, Weekly Wrestling Podcast, Weekly W Podcast on Twitter, weeklywrestlingpodcast.com. They have a brand-new website, including all of the upcoming dates, links to the past interviews. They have us up there, and so much more. So go check them out. Uh, Destruction, Dave Sturge, go give him a listen, too. He has his podcast. um, Destruction 101, give him a listen to on iTunes. Yeah. Also... Go check out the BroCast podcast. Two bros just doing a podcast talking about video games, films, comics, and so much more. Go check them out at the BroCast. Um, Yeah, that is going to be – you can also follow them separately. At Mr. Underscore MMA Action and at Tom Underscore TBK and at Allen underscore TBK and at Alan Ross84. Go check them out. Also, wrestling memes at Wrestling Memes. Very funny over there. And Nicholas, go follow him at AC Press Huba. Uh, thank you very much, everyone, for promoting Eric. Go check out Eric. Uh, first thing in the morning. He is an amazing YouTuber. Go support him first thing in the morning. Show. Um, Go give him a follow at MTL Broski. Go follow him to Mark Adam Haggerty at B Plus Radio. Give a listen to all of his podcasts that he has. And good news. I think I'm done with these. Hey, Brandon, any shout-outs? My name is Dave, and you should listen to Brandon's shout-outs.
0: Make me famous. First shout-out is going to BoJack Horseman. It's back on Netflix for a new season. Uh, it's just as great as the other seasons. I f- never mean to finish it as quick as I do, but I I finished it today.
1: What is it about? I saw I saw a preview for it. I have no clue. Will
0: Arnett plays a horse who played a character similar to Danny Tanner on a TV show, so he's kind of like a washed-up actor from the 90s. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, basically that's he lives his life. It's I think it's really good, mm-hmm. so you should definitely check it out. Up next is an anti shout out going to Apple. They announced all their stuff this week, uh, all the new stuff like an iPhone eight X, an iPhone eight, or an eight plus or whatever, and then the iPhone x for a thousand dollars and it's like i just want I, I just want an ipod classic they were the that's only they were the only company making good mp3 players and then literally just stopped and discontinued it they're that's like, just we're, awful they're like oh yeah we're gonna put out the best here's the best new ipod the ipod classic 160 gigabytes Waiting for two hundred gigabytes. Waiting for two fifty gigabytes or three hundred gigabytes or something. They're like, no, we're gonna discontinue it. So right now, if my iPod knock on wood breaks, I'm screwed. I actually I listen to my MP three player, my iPod a lot. Mm-hmm. So I don't know who's That's paying. Just... I don't know who's paying a thousand dollars for a
1: telephone, a cell phone. I think that's, that's kind of absurd. You. How much was your you, iPhone? Mine? Uh, not that much. I think it was three. Even that's insane. Yeah. I think they
0: said the iPhone 8 was like 400 and then the iPhone 8 Plus was like maybe 700 or something. But that's just like who's paying that much for a, a cell phone? Mm. And then the only way to get into your cell phone, the iPhone X, is by face recognition.
1: Facial recognition. It
0: scans your face and whatever. It works in the dark and everything. But like...
1: doesn't really sound necessary.
0: I mean, it, to protect it, I guess? I mean, you, I don't know. You can't... They were showing showing how you, like even like spot-on masks won't unlock a phone. Mm-hmm. It has to be attached to your face but it's just I don't know who I don't know
1: a thousand dollars
0: is a lot for a cell phone
1: it's insane I I.
0: and I just want an iPod everyone's like get an iPhone and I'm like I don't need a smartphone my phone that I got in 2011 works perfectly fine just as just as it did in
1: 2011 yeah
0: not no a smartphone, but whatever. Uh, and then last is another anti shout out going to people who don't care to correct mistakes because um, I don't know, it just really pisses me off when I find a mistake and they don't correct it. I found a mistake mm-hmm. recently. Newsday tweeted out, um, or not tweeted out, but they wrote an article and then tweeted it out that Bob Dylan is playing a show at the Nassau Coliseum. But it says it's his first appearance on Long Island since 2006. I saw him in 2007 at Jones Beach, and he's played on Long Island since then. So it's like it takes a second to read and correct mistakes. I don't know why. I don't know. I I tweeted the guy that actually wrote the article now. So hopefully he sees it and they correct it.
1: Well, talking about doing mistakes with like. Uh, informing people. Apparently, from what I read, I guess Ric Flair fired his rep. Seriously? I think so. I I think I remember reading that, that I guess he fired his rep for the way that they went about uh, announcing, I guess, what he's going through. You see him
0: hanging out with Charles Barkley?
1: No, I I didn't see that. That's pretty cool.
0: Yeah. So... Miz is now the longest reigning Intercontinental Champion. Yeah, he uh, not beat that scrub. The third behind, who was it behind Pedro Morales and Don Morocco?
1: Yeah, I think so. He, but he beat beat out that scrub. He
0: beat out Hockey Talk Man's record.
1: Yeah, if we successfully got Hockey Talk to well, you did to block us on Twitter. I like, I didn't go out trying to do it. No, I, I mean you came close to it at times. <laughs> Like, no, he
0: blocked us because...
1: You can't take a joke.
0: joke. Not even the joke. I What I tweeted was not even... I think I tweeted about, like, hey, when's your next show in a parking lot?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but whatever. Yeah. Nah.
0: That's my shout-outs. Now it's time for...
1: hour.
0: Is right, our mark-out moment of the week. Uh, definitely coming in clutch, like right before we recorded the podcast, was Albert being in 2K18. Um, but also something that was cool this week was Rob Schamberger did a collective painting with Jeff Hardy, where he did his portrait of Jeff Hardy, and then Jeff Hardy did his, his own self-portrait right on the same painting. They're selling it. Right. I have to see that. Yeah, it was really cool that they both went in there and did it and uh the print is being sold on WW Shop.
1: That is pretty cool. Um my markout moment of the week happened at Wrestles uh Wrestle Circus this past week and they offered their event for free on Twitch. Uh definitely I highly suggest anybody that's a pro wrestling fan check them out. Go give them a watch. Uh, up-and-coming wrestling promotion that's really making a big statement. Um, they had Texas versus the world, where it was kind of like uh, every match was someone representing Texas and someone representing the world. And then at the end, it and came down all, all to... all the
0: proceeds were going to
1: Hurricane Relief. Yes, Hurricane Relief. Uh, the commentator, I give so much props to. I'm, I'm not familiar with him, but uh, and I mean no disrespect, but I so much respect he... I uh, was. Skyped in, I believe. Yeah, I think he Skyped in to call the event or to do the commentary while they were undergoing, well, uh, managing the Hurricane Irma. I thought that that was unbelievable dedication. And what my markout moment, I mean, this, from what we watched, when we tuned in, it was, the matches were a lot of fun. That main event, uh, who was in it again? Jay White. Uh, and, was it Sammy Guevara? Yeah, yeah, yeah. St- Sammy Guevara. Take up the victory over Jay White. That match was awesome. But I totally marked out for... So Austin, the ref, was beating up Gentleman Jervis uh, Jer- uh, and just beating him down in the ring. And then to make the save was none other than Dick Justice. He came out, but I I marked out <laughs> because the theme song. Oh, because was, the theme song? Yeah. The theme song. Well, I'm going to go it, into the match because oh I did mark out for the match too. but So it was kind of like a two-parter. I marked out for the theme song because I'm like – right off the bat, I'm like, this is Police police Academy. And for the entire week, I've had Police Academy theme song stuck in my head. Um, but then he helps make the save. And then proceeds to put Jervis to sleep, winning a match that's been well, taking place. He, he rocks him to sleep. He rocked him to sleep. And the match apparently was taking place nearly 328 days. It was a 24 7, 365 day time limit in their match 328 days previously. And it's finally put to bed, no pun intended. <laughs> I thought that that was hilarious and smart and funny. And yeah, I, I pop for that. So kudos, Russell Circus. Um, yeah, like I said, check them out. They had like Keith Lee pick up the victory over uh, Jack Evans, Tessa Blanchard pick up the victory over Britt Baker, and so much more. Uh, Brian Cage over EC3. Just a lot of, they bring in a lot of talent over there. And go support Russell Circus. Um, yeah. So that is our markout moment of the, of the weeks. Hey Brandon, take it away. Check us
0: out: Facebook.com/slash Marking Out, YouTube.com/slash Marking Out 11. Give us a follow on Twitter at Marking Out, at BTTG161, at Dave the Rave underscore M O. Purchase some t-shirts: ProWrestlingTees.com/slash Marking Out. End. We wish you the, the
1: iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play. Best
0: best of luck, of luck in your, your future endeavors. Have a fin.